0: Hey, everybody, Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. Thank you for joining me on this Monday night before election. And we need to have a family talk. We need to have a conversation, a real one, that it's very possible that Donald Trump will not be the president of the United States come January. And in all likelihood, Joe Biden is going to win. This isn't a joke. There's nothing I'm doing here to pull the wool over your eyes. I honestly... And a lot of people who I trust feel this, including myself. But before we do that, before we talk about that honestly and have a really serious conversation, I want to read this to you and I don't need to recite it, but I'm going to do it anyway. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. So they're saying a well-regulated militia, a well-regulated civilian army, it's kind of an oxymoron, being necessary to the free state, those are attached, that a well-regulated militia has to be a part of being a free state. Then the right of the people to keep and bear arms compared to having a well-regulated militia shall not be infringed. It's not saying you get to have guns If you're a militia, it says a well-regulated militia is a part of a free state. It's saying people who are armed have to be there in order to have a real free state. That's separate. The right of the people, though, is to bear arms, which will always guarantee a militia for a free state. Tonight, you have a very big decision to think about tomorrow. Because this was just posted. And now the truth will come out. The things that they've been denying. We won't pack the court. We won't change the constitution. We won't come after your guns. We're not going to come after your religion. We're not going to come after your freedom of speech. It's now here. November 1st. Joe Biden's additional amendment to the second amendment. The underlying underbelly. It's long past time we take action to end the scourge of gun violence in America. As president, I'll ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, implement universal background checks, and enact other common-sense reforms to end our gun violence epidemic. The truth is now out, and it's too late for you to deny it. Interesting. My buddy Mike, who is just a great guy and somebody who people challenge regularly and give him a hard time because he is a Trump supporter, but he can defend himself like no other. And I think he would tell you after what I just read is that he's going to win. And I have gone back and forth. But before we go here, I want to talk about guns. I grew up with guns. I've had guns in my life since I've been unable to crawl. They were never under lock and key. My uncle's house, he was an avid gun owner. He was a detective. He was on the police force. He was a hunter. Whenever we were up there in his house in Bakersfield as a young kid, there were guns everywhere. My dad had an M1 carbine, which is now mine. There was a 12-gauge shotgun. There's always weapons. Guns are absolutely in my life today and have been. They were with me in the military. They're with me out of the military. And they have always protected my family. I want to be clear on something. When he says assault rifles, he means semi-automatic weapons, which, hear me now. Anything where you can pull the trigger and the gun goes, including a semi-auto shotgun, a Glock, an AR-15, an M1, an SKS, a three does doesn't matter what caliber, Any weapon that you can pop, 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 pop will be banned, including handguns, which will leave your one choice, a pump action shotgun, a musket, or a single shot rifle. This is what they want, and I'm scared to death That Trump won't win. But this needs to happen sometime. And we can either wait four more years or we can have this fight. And believe me when I say it will be a fight. If they come try to take my dad's gun, there's going to be a fight. I will obey the law as long as it's within the parameters of the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. And changing that law. is unacceptable to me, and it's unacceptable to most Americans. So this is this is the first time I've truly been stressed because I've kind of had the opinion that it doesn't really matter. The president doesn't affect us all that much. Everyone survived Trump. Nobody's dead. There was no world war. In fact, his policies have been fantastic, and his performance has been pretty fantastic too, including COVID. Trump could very well lose tomorrow. And I don't think it's going to be decisively. I think it's going to be close. And I think that the cards are stacked against him. And Mike and I had a talk and Mike and I agree. I'll show you my map. But here's a couple things that I think. And and some of them are Mike's ideas too. The one that we agree on is there's a libertarian candidate in the mix versus a Green Party candidate. Green Party pulls away from Democrats. Libertarian is going to steal a lot of the the middle-of-the-road rhinos, Republican in names only, and Libertarians. That hurts Trump. We both think that Arizona and North Carolina will go to Trump. Arizona's predominantly red for the president. And I think he's shown good support there. North Carolina will go too. And, And it'll all fall in line. I think the biggest thing is that Democrats are showing up in droves. And we know that because, and this is with all due respect, inherently, liberals tend to mail in their vote and would rather that do that and Republicans show up. Now, this is good and bad, is that it could create a false sense for Republicans that they're going to have a massive voter turnout. It's going to be counted. But before that, a ton of mail-in ballots will be called and it could stop turning out Republicans because they think it's over. But little do they know as the more they vote and keep going because they own the day, 80% of the Republicans will vote tomorrow, that they eventually will catch up. Trump did this to himself. I believe in January, he had a 389 win coming. They would have been a red wave. I think 42 out of 50 states would have went Trump's way. Yeah, truly. And now it's going to be close. And there's a couple of reasons. One, you should have worn the mask. You should have swallowed your pride. Shut up. And what you did in the first two months coming out every day for three hours a day would have been great. You would have got past the supposed bleach in the skin. You would have got past standing brave for America and not telling them exactly how severe it was and all that other stuff from Woodward. What killed it for you is that you disagreed with doctors and scientists. And the one thing that you don't do is with Democrats is ever disagree with science with them, just like you don't disagree with God with Republicans. It's just suicide that impacted things. The next thing that ultimately will lose it for Trump if he loses is going to be That everyone hated Hillary Clinton almost as much as they hated Donald Trump. His favorability rating is where it's always been, between 39 and 40%. It's not horribly low. Obama's was in the same range. But Biden's favorability is plus 50 because he's never done anything, he's never taken any risks. And honestly, people feel sorry for him. But most importantly, he's a likable guy. I've told you many times I like Joe Biden. I still do. I'll listen to him for four years. I've got no problem with that. I'm going to go easy on him most days because I don't think he's going to do most of the things that he says. It's going to be the people around him. And those are the people that I will butcher in the digital landscape. He's unpopular. The next thing is that the media... This socialist mentality, I've told you, socialism never, ever stabs quickly with the sword. It's like Novocaine. It injects and it slowly, over time, always works. And the media has had four years, every hour, on the hour, every minute, every second, have been trashing President Trump and dedicated hundreds of millions of dollars in lost revenue to attack President Trump. Now, every time I might say something, I've got people on the other side going, wait a second, Matt. That could be a good thing, too. If people are leaving CNN, maybe they're coming to Republicans. Of course. All of this has a silver lining, okay? And you'll see that by my electoral map, that I've calculated the silver lining. I have been honest with you. I have projected every single presidency since I was probably six, seven years old, which would have been from... 80 and on. And I've always been right. And the one thing that Trump still has going for him is people don't like weak presidents. The incumbent usually has an edge, but Democrats are showing up in droves. Now the question is, are Republicans also mailing in? Is the youth vote going to show up? The minorities and the blacks, all of this could possibly have an impact. But right now, every paper across America, every pollster across America, except for a couple, are saying Donald Trump's going to lose. This reminds me a lot of 2016. Can he win? Yes. Should he win? Yes. Will he win? I'm going to say, let's look at the map. If we take a look at these two maps, here's what we're going to see. And I'm going to switch my camera here and put it over here. This is my projection if Joe Biden wins. There's not a whole lot of surprise here. I don't think he will win Florida. and I, In fact, I think the southern wall will stay firm. And I believe he'll pick up Arizona and he will pick up Nevada. And he'll take the northern part, the Midwest. He'll lose the coasts. We know that. North Carolina will stay with him. Virginia is the question mark state. There are a lot of gun owners who are going to be fired up, especially after what Biden just said. And that could be my sleeper pick, is Virginia could flip, because it is light blue. It's not solid blue. And just because it is democratically held from a state legislature and Senate position, please, and governor, but please understand the reason why is it was uncontested, a lot of these races. Republicans simply left Virginia alone. And by doing that, I don't think it's as blue as people think. It's a little mini Texas. And the rural areas, if they show up, they could surprise people. So before we start getting into that, The key is Pennsylvania, the 20 points. If this map falls the way I think it is, and I think Mike and I are in about the same spot. Remember, Wisconsin and Michigan both went to Trump. Those could. It's looking pretty blue right now, but those very well could fall, too. So there's some outs for him. If he loses Pennsylvania, there are some outs. Virginia could come in up and creep up. Minnesota and Wisconsin go in. He gets those 20 points back. Then it's a different story. It's a different story. But remember, this is a race to 270. This is Biden's map to 270. And it's 272 is how he would finish. By the skin of his chin. Let's hope those lobster guys in Maine really appreciate him. And we get a couple of those congressional votes. But this is what will happen if Biden wins. Or he could just take off and project. I don't think it's going to be a sellout either way. I got it, honey. Thank you. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, sellout race. I think it's going to be close and it's going to stay close until the wee hours of the morning and possibly Pennsylvania being the linchpin to all this and not reporting for nine days. God forbid. Now, here's my map that I predicted for Donald Trump if he wins. And it's very, very similar. I have said all along... That Pennsylvania is the deciding state. I've been saying that for months. I think Mike has too. We both have said that. Now, in the halls of Washington, D.C., Mike has an inside source that says, and I'll quote, I have a friend that is a lobbyist in D.C. He is a big Trump fan, so there is bias. But he says the word in the hallways is that he wins that the polls are not correct. Mike believes he'll pull a rabbit out of his hat. And I do too. I, I think honestly, Virginia might go to Trump and people say I'm crazy, but watch it's possible. I also think either Wisconsin or Michigan goes. And if that's true, and even Minnesota could fall because of Whitmer and her locking down the best thing that Trump has in his favor right now, hands down, Is the lockdowns. People know if Biden gets in. It's a lockdown. And the youth is coming out. Youth hasn't come out since Obama. This is going to be the largest youth turnout. We've probably ever seen. And I don't think it's because of Trump. Or we would have seen it in 2018. I think this turnout is to. Refuse the thought process of more lockdowns. And if that's the case, that means black voters haven't been coming out as much in key states. The Hispanic vote hasn't even shown up yet in Arizona. There is a ton of votes left on the table and ballots left on the table that aren't being sent in because either a Democrats are kind of disenfranchised and that these mail-in ballots are predominantly Republican, which is very possible. And if they are the Republicans that trust the institution, which there are plenty out there, and Trump supporters only make up a very large but not complete portion of the Republicans in name only, the libertarians who lean right, and Republicans who don't really like Trump, but they don't like Biden, they might be comfortable with mail-in ballots. And they've embraced it. That means there is a huge, and trust me, no Trump voter is voting early unless it's physically there like I did. Nobody. They're not mailing in anything. That is going to be a huge lift on election day. Now, my gut tells me because what I've learned is that when I say one thing, like the Colorado Avalanche, you're going to win the Stanley Cup, they don't. And when I say they don't, they do. So Biden's going to win tomorrow. But nobody knows. And I will tell you this, I don't like him much at times, but if you go to Newsmax TV, there is a documentary on Donald Trump. It's a two-part series, and man, you want to learn about the guy. He's lived a pretty amazing life, and he's done some pretty amazing things, and he's really likable when you see what he's gone through. You kind of appreciate him more. I know I sure do. There are some long shot pieces to this. And this map is probably the closest representation that we're going to see before the election. But this looks about right. Mike, I want your opinion, please. I think Virginia has a chance. The only reason, honestly, to be completely transparent is because of this today, November 1st. Virginia hasn't voted yet. Virginia's had a lot of early voting, but it hasn't voted yet. And all of these... Republicans, the 110,000 that marched up in Richmond and Fairfax, they're going to vote. And Trump didn't lose Virginia by much. And I think it's enough to get these young second amendment libertarians and Republicans and some Democrats who still are more purple than, than blue that tweet right there might call it for him, like Pennsylvania losing Pennsylvania because of fracking which I think he will lose Pennsylvania if they give it a free count. He could have lost Virginia right here, and then there goes the election. He loses Virginia, it's over. It's over, and that might do it. You see this little symbol on the shirt? This is Don't Tread on Me. It's up there, signed by survivors of Benghazi. This is the gun state, and we may have some liberals here, but they do believe in their guns. Biden made a big mistake with that. Surprised he hasn't taken it down yet. So, this is my projection to 270 for a win, 286 for Trump. I think I'm being a little conservative. He may just blow it out of the water and surprise us all, but ultimately, I'm nervous. And I think everybody's nervous. We just don't know what to believe. This has not happened before. We haven't had 100 million votes in this early, we haven't had states and which I'm going to get to this real quick, we haven't had states matter who don't count their b- ballots on the same day as the election. But folks, I keep hearing people say, Pennsylvania, they're trying to rig it. And and, and why don't these states get their, their ballots in? What's up with these? Count-? Folks, that's the 10th Amendment of the United States. The reserve powers. States get to decide how they do this. You You don't get to argue with that. The 10th Amendment... I don't want the federal government deciding how we vote. I want the states to decide. And although we may not like it, this has been the way it's been done. This is just the way it's been done. And these states haven't necessarily mattered. And those counties haven't been close enough to matter. But now they do. So it feels odd and weird. And why are they asking for more time? Well, because there's a lot of ballots coming in more than ever. This is the biggest election in our history. This is the biggest election in our history. It's going to decide whether we stick with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and stick to our morals and our values, or we go completely a different way with our country. Now, I don't think the American people are stupid. If Biden wins, I don't believe they'll give him the Senate. I think it'll be a referendum on Trump and they will not give unlimited power and a mandate. If they do, we are absolutely in deep trouble. And I say we, all of us, because there's going to be a different type of uprising. Because if they come knocking door to door for guns, it's going to get ugly. All I can tell you is get out and vote. My Virginia people, vote. Turn this state red. Go back to our roots. As a southern state, Georgia, stay where you are. Don't you dare flip. Please. Arizona, I'm counting on you to do what you've always done. Minnesota, it's been since 1972. Don't you think it's time for a change? Don't you think it's time to get away from the Omars? Don't you think it's time to get away from lockdowns? Michigan, you've been disappointed by the Red Wings for how long? Don't do this. Wisconsin, be known for more than your cheese. Maine, you and Nebraska like to throw a mix in it every single year. Can we just get it right this year and pick a clear winner and stop splitting hairs? Folks, this is what makes America great. We will all survive. We will all live, and no matter who is president, it will never be as bad as what we tell ourselves in our mind. So let's just take a breath. If you voted, you've done everything you can, and we will see what we will see. Have a great election. Be kind to each other. Say something nice to a Trump supporter. Say something nice to a Biden supporter because we're going to have to get along with each other no matter what because the Democratic Party is going to look very different after this and so are the Republicans no matter who wins. Democrats, if they lose, hold on. It's going to get crazy. God bless. Stay safe. Be smart. I'll talk to you all soon. By the way, Veterans Crisis Hotline. Very, very important to talk about this one 800 273 press 1. If you are having Trump derangement syndrome where you're just scared that Trump's going to lose, that's not a reason to call this. But the Veterans Crisis Line is important. And 22 veterans a day commit suicide. It's too many, and they need help. Please reach out to a veteran. Please talk to them. If you can't make that call and don't know how, I'll help you. Give me a call. And if you aren't a veteran and you're struggling just as well, the Veteran Crisis Hotline will help you too. You don't have to be a veteran. That's what's great about them. Hope you appreciate the show. The map is interesting. I think it all comes down to Pennsylvania, but you watch Virginia. Mike, I want your thoughts on Virginia. I know it's a long shot to have Virginia go, but I think it's possible. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. We'll see you tomorrow for coverage. I will be on most of the day. Remember, we are on all major podcasts as well. And subscribe, like, and share. And we'll see you soon.